Hello again, everyone. Good morning and welcome. It's time to get in the zone with Bartow Sports Zone, your source for local coach interviews, local sports news, information, and local sports talk. I'm your host, Charles Wilson. I'll be joined today by members of the Bartow Sports Zone bench warmers. Alan Sanders has the controls back in the WBHF studios. Jackson Hyde is with me on the Zoom connection. And today, in our opening hour, we'll visit with Tucker Hughes, the new softball coach at Georgia Highlands College. Then we'll hear from Cartersville's girls basketball coach, Charisma Boykin, also in this opening hour. After that, we'll do a little local winter sports update for our basketball teams, wrestling and swimming. Then we'll hit on a variety of topics, including the Falcons coaching hire, the upcoming Super Bowl, and even discuss some Super Bowl quarterback rankings over the years. So we hope you'll stick around with us for the next couple of hours. We're glad you have joined us, and we remind you that you can always find us online at BartosportZone.com. That's where you can always get your daily dose of local sports news and updates. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at BartosportZone, and our free podcast downloads are available wherever you download your podcast. Just search Zone podcast we're brought to you by elite stone supply Derek strange of edward jones investments and three-way campers and it's time to get started this morning and welcome in the opening guest of the morning coach tucker hughes the new softball coach of the georgia highlands chargers good morning coach man good morning how are everybody doing very well i also uh will say hello again to alan sanders back in the studios we had a brief little chat this morning before the top of the hour. Yeah, morning, we did. And it's good to have you uh, on here on this Groundhog Day. <laughs> yeah, we won't uh, try to repeat anything too soon uh, this morning. And uh, welcome back, Jackson. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Good, glad to be back. Hey, good morning. Hey, it was, uh, uh, we missed you last week. How did things go down in Atlanta? Very successful. A lot of folks, a lot of... Uh, a lot of fun sold last weekend down at the Atlanta RV show. So uh, glad to be back with you guys. Very good. Well, Coach Hughes, uh, glad to have you with us this morning. Welcome into the zone and Bartow Sports Zone on WBHF. I know you've been on the baseball coaching staff for the past few years, but yep. take a moment and uh, tell our audience that might not know very much about you uh, a little bit about yourself, your playing career, some previous coaching stops, before landing with Georgia Highlands. Just give us a little background. Yeah, well, um, you know, I, I played at Ohio Dominican University in Columbus, Ohio. I'm originally from Ohio. And, um, you know, from there, I played for two years there. And then I transferred down to uh, Ohio Valley University, which is a Christian institution down in Vienna, West Virginia, the Parkersburg area. Um, I got into coaching back in 2016. Um, I made a stop in New York for a summer collegiate baseball league. Uh, from there, I, I moved on to a um, another collegiate summer baseball league in 2017 in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Um, I finally landed my first uh, my first coaching gig uh, the fall of 2017. Um, I was actually a graduate assistant, co-recruiting coordinator, and full-time pitching coach. It's kind of a an odd position where they pay for your masters, and uh, but you got other responsibilities as if you're a you know a 40-hour work week employee. And um, I spent two years there, had great success. You know, from there, I um, I moved down to Arkansas. 
and I, I coached at University of the Ozarks, and um, which is in Clarksville, Arkansas. It's a smaller Division three institution. Um, it's been about a year and a half there before moving over here to um, Georgia um, in 2020 and, and helping coach Dash O'Neill with the baseball program there for three years. Um, I also had two more summer stints um, back in New York and in Kentucky um, that I spent some time coaching collegiately there. And um, But super excited to make the transition. You know, it's been an easy transition so far. The um, the young ladies we have on our team have just been fantastic and you know, they're working really hard and competing every day. And that's really all I can ask for. Well, I know there's not a lot of personal time when you're coaching and recruiting, uh, but how do you like to spend your time away from softball and baseball? Yeah, well, I love my wife. So, you know, her, <laughs> and, I, her and I spend, um, we spend a lot of time together, you know, when, when we have that chance. She played collegiate softball as well. So, you know, she understands the grind. She understands the schedule. And, sure. You know, so I got blessed from the Lord with her, and um, she's definitely an angel. Um, but I like to work out you know, hang out with my dog, um, watch some TV. We, we love Netflix, you know, and that's really about it. That's really all I have time for. I love watching football, you know, Saturdays are for the Buckeyes and Sundays are for the Falcons. So that's pretty well, much good. I right there. Well, what was involved in the decision to kind of move over from a baseball to the softball program? Yeah, Matt's everybody's number one question to me, you know, uh, I, I rarely ever spoke about it, if at all. I believe the only person I knew about it was the former um, head softball coach here, and um, I just happened through conversation. You know, I, I always had interest in softball. Um, you know, my mother played a little bit. My, my sister played a little bit. My dad played a little bit growing up, uh, slow pitch anyways, and, um, you know, I have always, you know, grew up playing baseball, football, and basketball, so I never really spoke about it to anybody. But, you know, I always told myself when I got into coaching that I just – I love the games and I just love the competitive nature and I just want to coach young people and lead young people no matter who it was, what gender it was. It really didn't matter to me. Um, you know, I grew up with all females, so, you know, being around young ladies, nothing new to me. And um, obviously getting married and my wife playing collegiate softball as well, that's a way that, you know, her and I can connect that way you know, a little bit more. Um, and, and so and in 2018, I actually had an opportunity to, to make the jump over um, after, what, a year and a half of baseball. Um, but it wasn't the right fit. And that's what I was looking for. I told myself that, you know, if I'm going to make the move, it, it's got to be the right fit. And then obviously being here, knowing everybody at Georgia Highlands and kind of knowing the state of the program, you know, the previous three years, really going back to five years, and um, having our new complex being put up, you know, I, I thought it was um, a pretty good opportunity for me to make the transition. You know, we had a, we have 12 freshmen coming in, so it was fairly a new team, um, and I could start fresh, you know, in terms of building a culture and wasn't trying to change, you know, two-year players that have already been there. And um, I just thought it was a good fit, you know, and it, it was the right opportunity for me. We, we prayed about it, and um, it just worked out. He's Coach Tucker Hughes, the new softball coach at Georgia Highlands College. Their season is underway. We'll get to talk some more with Coach Hughes when we come back on Bartow Sports Zone.
Elite Stone Supply can meet all your needs for outdoor lawn supplies and power equipment. But did you know they repair and service small engines? From string trimmers to lawnmowers, Elite has experience, tools, and service to keep your equipment running. Elite Stone Supply with Husqvarna mowers and everything you need to keep your property in great shape this season. Nine Baker Road and Joe Frank Harris Parkway just north of Cartersville across from Racetrack. Online at EliteStoneSupply.net. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here along with Jackson Hyde on the Zoom Connection. Alan Sanders back in the WBHF studios spinning all the plates for us this morning. And we're visiting with Coach Tucker Hughes of the Georgia Highlands Chargers softball program. Coach, uh, very quickly, if you will, just kind of tell us a little bit about the development of this year's roster. In other words, uh, how was this team put together during that transition in the coaches? Yeah, so, um, you know, most of the team left when uh, coach, you know, former coach decided that she wasn't going to come back. And um, with that being said, we had two returners come back and, um, you know, really blessed for them to have um, believed in me. And they knew a little bit about me from the previous years here at Highlands in baseball. And um, they've told me that's a big reason why they decided to stay around when they had a chance to jump ship, you know. And, uh, and then we have 12 freshmen. Okay, so we're an extremely, extremely young team. And that's funny saying that being a junior college, but you have 12 total freshmen out of 14 players. That's that's extremely young. Yeah, that's uh, that's unusual. And um, so, you know, the former coach put the team together. You know, I actually was was able to bring in one one big power hitter um, in July when I took the position and got the job so late that it was it was I had a tough time going out and, and trying right. to find what I could. So. Um, the perks of having a smaller roster is more reps for everybody. So no, you know, there's no excuses now. You no, know? so we spend a lot, a lot of more time on development with each individual, and um, the roster is good. Just very, very young. I noticed uh, in my research that you've added a local as an assistant who played at Woodland High School and now returns back yep. to Cartersville from her playing experience in, in um, at Toddy College out in Missouri. Yep, absolutely. She's um she's fantastic, man. She's a she's a hard worker, and um you know she just graduated last May, so it's her first year. So she's kind of in that learning phase and how to how to communicate with players, how to recruit, how to set up recruiting, kind of how I call it a, a recruiting system. We all have one. Trying to set her up with one that fits her personality best, and um you know just trying to get her into the coaching world. Uh, but she she runs our our pitchers, catchers, and outfielders. Very good. And you beat me to the question. That's what I was going to ask, how you divided up the chores. Yep. You opened the 2024 season this past Wednesday in your new home on campus. Uh, I know both the baseball and softball programs have been excited to, to about having a new home. Yeah, three years in the making. <laughs> We're excited. <laughs> yeah. What amenities or advantages does it give you compared to playing off campus at Stars Field? Yeah, you know, first and foremost is, you know, just being able to play on turf, you know, and, you know, true hops in the infield, true hops in the outfield, you know, being able to just have a high quality uh, playing surface, I think builds a lot of confidence and whatnot. Um, and then just a community, right? You know, people notice us now. You know, we, we have a softball program. We have a baseball program. Uh, being right by the school, you know, we can, we can do a lot of connections with the school and the institution on 
you know, different ceremonial days and whatnot. So, you know, I don't think it's a, it's a ginormous advantage because uh, at the end of the day, it's, it's softball still, but it's extremely nice to be able to wake up and go to your own park and not have to worry about scheduling different times, you know, and move around middle school teams and high school teams and whatnot. Well, coach, uh, pretty quickly here, let's uh, refer back to Wednesday's openers. You got off to a fast start with a pair of wins over Calhoun Community College. Uh, kind of take us through the highlights of those two wins. Yeah, absolutely. We came out on fire game one. The bats were rolling. We got a, a, an extremely good start from freshman Grace Kendrick. Um, she went to Loganville High School last year, and she went four quality innings for us. Um, and really, the bats never stopped. You know, we, we won that game 8 nothing in the sixth inning. Um, probably a little bit of small bar early and um, just put up a lot of quality at bats. And then we had our um, our sophomore pitcher come in for one inning and, um, you know, do her job. And then, then our other freshman pitcher came in and closed it out for us. Uh, game two, we struggled a little bit early in the game. First two, three innings, um, we kind of got hit around the park a little bit. Um, you know, they exposed a weakness, you know, you know, put small ball a little bit on us and, um, you know, just had to make some changes around the infield and, um, you know, get a faster, more physical group in there and to, to shut their to shut their run game down and their small ball game down and um, just allowed us to to get the bats rolling a little bit more. And um, again, uh, freshman pitcher Hayden Joyner came in and was dominant for three and a third, I believe, or three and two thirds innings and um, really kept us right in the game right there to get rolling. Um, got within two. And then, you know, came back with Grace Kendricks. Momentum was kind of shifting our way, and she was the hot hand, in my opinion, from game one and put her in there to shut down, you know, what momentum they had anyways. And um, we were able to come back in the bottom of the sixth inning and um, put up six quality at-bats and score three runs and took the lead 11-10, and Grace went out there and closed it out in the seventh. Um, hitting highlights, you know, uh, Allie Graydon, you know, two or three hits. Hayden Joyner, two or three hits. Um uh, Reagan Ford came up extremely clutch in the second game. Eliza Martinez with two doubles that sparked up two or three RBIs. Um, you know, overall, it was just a, an extremely good team atmosphere. And um, all I asked them to do was come out and compete. And that's what they did. Sure. Great start. Jackson, let's give you a chance to jump in here with a question. Uh, Coach, you've mentioned you've got a uh, uh, obviously a young team with, with 12 freshmen. Um, how's winning early like this help their confidence and will there be a lot of line, lineup experiments to you you learn them and they learn you yeah absolutely you know that's first and foremost is understanding how to win you know and this program hasn't done much winning in the last five years you know let's just be honest and um so it's it's just learning how to win it's it's being able to win and obviously that builds confidence success always builds confidence right and um, in terms of like lineups, you know, we threw out two lineups on, on, on Wednesday and got two wins, you know. So early in the year, I play a lot of folks. I play everybody, to be honest with you. And, um, you know, all the rest of it just kinds of, you know, falls into place. Um, but they know exactly what to expect. Uh, we preach it all the time. Just be the best you can be at whatever role you're at that day because it could change each pitch. Coach, we've got less than a minute to go before we have to take our hard break for the news. But. In the past few years, it's primarily been Georgia military and ABAC as the top teams yep. in your conference. Does it look that way again? I would say so, yeah. Just looking back at the um, at the rosters, you know, they're returning both pitchers they had last year that were really dominant and a couple of their big bats. Um, but, you know, 
don't second guess the Chargers. You know, this team is young, like <laughs> I said, but, you know, they're feisty and they compete and, and they know what's in hand. And um, we're going to go out and then give it everything we have. Coach Tucker Hughes of the Georgia Highlands Chargers. Best of luck to you, Coach, and we'll talk again real soon on Barco Sports Zone. Thank you very much, guys. I really appreciate this. Yes, sir. That's Take Coach care. Tucker Hughes of the Georgia Highlands Chargers. Whether you love them or can't stand them, surprises are part of life. Derek Strange, your Cartersville Edward Jones financial advisor, can help you get ready for whatever life throws your way. He'll work with you to meet your changing needs and to help you end up where you want to be. And while there's never a good time to experience unexpected costs, Derek can help make them feel a little less unexpected. For an appointment, call Derek Strange at 770-386-4545. Edward Jones, Member SIPC. Good morning, friends, and welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here, along with Alan Sanders, back in the WBHF studios, and Jackson Hyde on the Zoom connection. Glad to have you along for the ride this morning, and we want to thank Coach Tucker Hughes of Georgia Highlands college and their softball program for joining us in that opening half hour and now we'll jump over to our second guest of the morning and welcome in the coach of the cartersville lady canes basketball team charisma boykin good morning coach good morning good morning very glad to have you with us this morning and we appreciate you taking time out of your day to share with us here in the zone and on Barto sports zone uh and by the way We'll have some coverage of your team tonight here on WBHF as you take on Woodland. Yes, sir. It's always good to have y'all. It's always good to um, have the support um, from the community and you guys. So I'm always grateful. It's humbling. Well, Coach, uh, I know basketball season, um, I'm a former basketball coach myself. It can be a long grind with practices, games, the travel, late nights, uh, long hours. Tell us how you're holding up. Ooh, by a thread. <laughs> but I, I but I love the I love the intensity. Um my girls are I think we're at a point where we're we're all buying in and that's what motivates me the most. Um right now we're really just focusing on to be honest with you, we go early mornings just for um good body recovery. Um so we're being smart, just really in tuning in on us and what we're not doing. And, um, you know, just going with the flow. A lot of team bonding. We actually just went out to eat together uh, after the loss of Dalton. So I think, you know, after so many games and, and you understand, like, what you didn't do, uh, I don't really just keep going on and on about it. You know, I try to find other ways, you know, for us to get closer and, and chemistry because that's what's going to carry us for the rest of the way. You know, I didn't have this on my list, but, Coach, uh, you reminded me of something. How At this point of the season – how much uh, of the uh, time, the practice time that you spend with your kids, how much of that is actually out on the floor and how much of that is is watching some tape and video? Oh, my God. We we spend a lot more time with uh, team bunny and taping video than we do on the court and a lot of ice baths. Like, that's the fun part because they still haven't got adjusted to <laughs> ice baths yet. So we try to uh, have 6 a.m., 6.30 practices so we can have that time um, in the afternoon to kind of 
you know, work on this and, and find out things that, that, that we're not doing. Um, I really like this um, part of the season because, you know, you're playing two, three games a week. So um, the, the practice time is minimum, but you're actually just working on, on you. Well, you played a very challenging schedule early in the season. Share with us now the, what were some of the advantages of playing that tougher schedule to expose weaknesses? Yeah, I, I don't think people were too fond of it because, I mean, we did a lot of traveling and, you know, we played a lot of 7A, 6A schools. So I think it was kind of new to the community. But um, I seen the bigger picture and my girls did also. And I kind of told them when it was going to really turn around for us. But the things that we didn't do, the things that were win championship games, I think we had to be exposed to that. And like I told them, we played a lot of road games. Uh, and like I told them, if you really want to win a state championship, you'll never win it at home. So I try to, you know, uh, paint that picture for them. And it's just a wonderful thing. Like, this is going on my third year. Like, my girls were nowhere near where they are now. And we got a long way to go. So I'm just grateful just to see the turnaround in such a quick time. Sure. Lady Canes are now 12-10 and 10 on the season, 5-2 and two in Region 7-5A. Both of those region losses have been to Dalton including your home loss this past Tuesday that you referenced earlier. What problems have the Lady Catamounts presented in those two matchups that you'll need to kind of resolve in a potential region tournament matchup? Tough and grit, tough and grit. And we had one of the best sit down. We call them coming to Jesus meetings. Uh, we had that on uh, right after the game. We didn't have a practice after the game uh, or anything. Like we just sat in the locker room and, you know, kind of got out what we need to do. But toughness and grit, you know, uh, I think skill level, you know, I think it'll take you to a certain extent. But we got to be hard-nosed. We got to be dogs. We got to be tough. And Dawson is really um, good with that collectively. Like they don't they have an outstanding player on that team, but it's nothing that we haven't seen with the teams we played prior. But they do play hard 32 minutes. And like I tell them, like every since that game, like every time we play them, we are down one quarter. We lose bad in one quarter, but we got to have a, we got to make a complete game to, to win against them. Well, I know heading into tonight's home game with Woodland, you're tied with Calhoun for second place in the region. You're just one game behind Dalton. They do have a loss. I know mm -hmm. coaches strive to keep their team in the moment, if you will, and try not to look too far ahead, but Wins in these final three regular season games would secure a state tournament berth even before you play a game in the region tournament because the one and two seeds have buys. Uh, yes. Have you talked with your team about that? I have. It was so crazy last year. They didn't even know what all that meant. So now they're asking questions like, Coach, we need to win this. We're right here. We need to secure this spot. So, yeah, they, we, we, we've talked about it. They actually come to me about it. So they know what's expected. They know what to do. They know what would be good to put them in a great position. So yeah, we're looking forward to it. Well, again, we'll have coverage of the game for everyone here tonight on WBHF. Uh, it'll be Cartersville and Woodland from the Storm Center. Um, so we're looking forward to that coverage. We're visiting with Charisma Boykin, the head coach of the Cartersville Lady Canes basketball team. Alan, we're going to take our time out a little bit early right here so we can come back and have a little more time with Coach Boykin. You're listening to Bartow Sports Zone.
sponsors of the Elite Athletes of the Month. Elite Stone Supply at Baker Road and US 41 North is your local authorized Husqvarna dealer. See Elite for all your landscaping needs. And check out the inventory of mowers, tillers, trimmers, and blowers. Need pine straw, mulch, sand, topsoil, rocks, or landscaping boulders? How about cultured or natural stone? Elite delivers with tons of options. Across from Racetrack, just north of Cartersville, on Facebook and at EliteStoneSupply.net. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here along with Jackson Hyde and Alan Sanders. We're visiting with Coach Charisma Boykin of the Cartersville Lady Kings basketball program. Coach, uh, we were talking a little bit about the, the uh, run down the stretch here before the region tournament. Kind of give us your overall evaluation of Region 7-5A as a whole. Um, I think it's pretty tough. Um, we have to show up and play every game. Um, and I do, and like I tell my girls, uh, come region tournament time, everyone is zero. Well, we may have had a little freeze up there in uh, your connection, coach. There. We apologize. We've got a little Zoom connection uh, freeze up there, and I think we've got you back now, coach. Yeah. There we go. Every game. You were, you were talking about Region Seven Five A. Yes, I I just think we got to show up every every game. Um, and we can't just focus on where we at uh, in the region. Um, I mean I understand that me and Dalton have the best record right now, but come region tournament time, it's zero zero. I know you'll be hosting the region tournament. Uh, you have to feel like that's a little bit of an advantage. <laughs> it is. I was actually excited about it. Um, and my girls understand what it what it is to have a home court advantage. And I try to tell them all the time, you always supposed to protect home. So I'm very excited about that. Now she's just a sophomore, but Caitlin Arnold has been your scoring leader pretty much all season. We read about all the points scored and that kind of thing, but share with our audience a little bit about her overall growth and development in her game. Uh, since her freshman season? She is probably one of the most um, coachable kids I've ever coached. And we're on her a lot. And it's mainly because she has the ball in her hand 95% of the time. Um, so she does exactly what we expect. And she's so young and she got a whole lot to grow. So a lot, well, you know, a lot of people just focus on, like, scoring. Um, but we've been talking to her about, you know, the turnovers, controlling the game. Um, being a motor for your team. So she's very coachable. She adjusts well, and she plays really hard. So uh, I'm excited to have her for the next few years. Zoe Shiflett has emerged as uh, your leading rebounder and just a freshman. Uh, talk about her development. Uh, a lot of people don't understand with Zoe. I just got her during basketball season. So we really didn't have like a summer um, like I wanted, but she has really good IQ. Um, and I know it's an adjustment with her, you know, just moving in and um, also just being a freshman. But she's also a great kid. And, you know, she had a really good run with softball. So that has helped a lot with her confidence. So, you know, I hopefully, you know, she, she stays around and continues to grow as well. Coach, the two camper sisters have been a big part of the program. But the younger of the two sisters has really kind of developed as a an all-around contributor. 
Talk about them for just a second. Uh, I'm still trying to add off with how I even landed them, but I'm grateful to God <laughs> that they're here. Uh, yeah, Shana has been scoring really well. She's very skilled. And Naya also brings a thrasher um, and a hard nose on defense. And she does well with just leading the team and being very vocal. Um, so they're they both a big part of our team and has had a lot to do with us, you know, changing over the years as well. So I'm excited to have them too. Real quickly, I want to get to the three seniors. Uh, talk about how they're the glue that kind of hold all this together. Yeah, I'm going to cry tonight. Tonight is senior night, and I already felt it coming on this morning a little bit. But those three seniors, especially because they were there when I when I came, so they understand like how it was then and now and they're such leaders and they all get along and they have great chemistry and that's what keep us together um so you know I'm gonna miss them but like I told them yesterday we got to make this stretch out because I you know I don't even know how we're gonna adjust and I guess we can work on that in the summertime but they're gonna be a big piece that we're gonna um, miss being a part of the program let's slide over to Jackson Hyde I'm sure he's got a question for you yeah coach I was uh Honored, I got to watch you play uh, at, at Carrollton High School when when you were a player. And if a team has taken on the identity of their coach, it's this Carswell bunch defensively. I, I remember you being a tremendous defensive player. And tell us a little bit about your defensive philosophy because if you look back at your record and your schedule this year, I mean, you know, short of Dalton and I think the the Carrollton game, you've held everybody under at that fifty point mark or less. Tell us a little bit about your what your focus is defensively and how they've adjusted. Um, I had to really get adjusted to them playing two, three, and oh, Lord have mercy, that was a lot for me. Um, and I knew it had to be a lot of teaching. Um, but they've actually they love to do it now, and that was my only point. And you know, we're not gonna be the tallest team. Um, and I, you know, I've came to grips with that. But we will be the toughest team. We will be the fastest team. We will be the best defensive team in our region. Um, and I think once we pull those four quarters together, like people will be able to see that. But we put a, we do a lot, a lot of things in practice. We put a lot of emphasis on defense. So, and I think like the the, the exciting part about it is they love to do it now. Coach, we got about thirty seconds to give you, but I want to give you a chance to do a shout out for your middle school girls team, still undefeated and playing in a championship game tomorrow. Yeah, they have it. They have it. Um, and we try to get to games um, when we can, but that group is special. Um, and, you know, we're going to go tomorrow. We're going to win the championship. And I'm very confident in what they're bringing to the table. Um, they're also coachable. I had a lot of those girls this summer as well. So I'm, I'm excited. We'll be rooting for them on tomorrow. Well, good luck to you tonight as the Lady Kings take on the Woodland Lady Cats. And good luck to you the rest of the way, Coach, as you head down the stretch and get ready to host the Region 7-5A tournament. Yes, sir. Thank you. all Y'all be blessed. That's Coach Charisma Boykin, head coach of the Cartersville Lady Kings. Again, they'll take on the Woodland Lady Cats tonight here on WBHF. We'll have the coverage for you later on this evening. And uh, we'll take a time out here on Bartow Sports Zone for some news. And when we come back, uh, we'll visit with the BSZ Pinch Warmers.
Do you see yourself traveling, working part-time, or moving someplace warmer when you retire? Derek Strange, your Cartersville Edward Jones financial advisor, wants to help make your retirement goals a reality. He can help you figure out where you are today and how to get where you expect to be. Working together, you can plan for what you want and be ready to take on anything unexpected along the way. Call Derek at 770-386-4545 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Hi, this is Charles Wilson of BartosportZone.com, inviting you to join us each Friday morning from 710 to 9 a.m. for the Bartow Sports Zone radio show. We'll interview local coaches, visit with sports personalities, and discuss the hot topics in the world of sports. So join the Bartow Sports Zone team Friday mornings on WBHF and keep up with your local sports news at BartosportZone.com. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Glad to have you with us along for the ride this morning. Charles Wilson here along with Jackson Hyde. We'll get over to David Coleman in just a few minutes. And we've got Alan Sanders running the controls back in the WBHF studios. It's a Groundhog Day edition of Bartow Sports Zone. And uh, we're brought to you by Elite Stone Supply, Derek Strange of Edward Jones Investments, and Three Way Campers. We want to thank our guest in that opening hour, Tucker Hughes and Charisma Boykin. If you missed their interviews, we'll have a replay on the Bartow Sports Zone podcast when it drops later on this morning. And if you're not a subscriber already, we welcome you to go find us and subscribe and never miss an interview or a local update. Well, we want to say good morning to David Coleman, who has now joined us on the Zoom Connection. He's one of our BSC bench warmers. Good morning, David. Good morning. Glad to have you along with us this morning, along with Jackson Hyde and Alan Sanders back in the WBHF studios. Let's run through uh, some of our local updates as far as high school sports are concerned in Cartersville and Bartow County. Uh, and start with our Elite Athletes of the Month. Congratulations to those who were chosen for the month of January 2024. Cass High School chose to recognize the entire wrestling team that won the state duels championship in Class 5A, while the other selections were Nigeria Roberts of the Adairsville girls basketball team, Megan Schultz of the Woodland girls basketball team, and Cartersville High School swimmer, Michael Wells. So congratulations to each of our Elite Athletes of the Month for January of 2024. Each month from August through April of each school year, Elite Stone Supply, BartosSportsZone.com, and WBHF recognize an Elite Athlete of the Month from each of the local high schools. So congratulations one more time to each of this month's recipients. As far as swimming is concerned, the GHSA state meet will begin next Wednesday at Georgia Tech. Adairsville has five swimmers who combined have qualified for the boys meet in two relays and three individual events. The Tigers to qualify include Luke Altizer, Dylan Barrett, Eli Burke, Gabriel Greenway, and Braden Riser. For Cartersville, Margarita Miniotti will compete in the girls' 50-yard freestyle, and Woodland has a couple of relay teams comprised of Caden Keith, Grayson Moore, 
Isaac and Isaiah Muriel and Jack Webb, they have qualified for the 200-yard and 400-yard freestyle relays. Moore is also an individual qualifier in the 50-yard freestyle. Congratulations to all of those swimmers, and we wish them the best of luck next week at the state championships. Of course, wrestling has a huge weekend coming up. Each of the local wrestling teams are gearing up for their region or area traditional tournaments. Cartersville will host Region 75A, where wrestlers from Cass and Woodland will also be competing for the 14 individual titles in 14 separate weight classes. The Adairsville wrestlers will be in the Area 5 AAA tournament. That's down at Bremen High School. The top four wrestlers in each weight class now at area or region will advance to a sectional tournament on February the 10th. Those advancing in Class 5A will head to Harris County for their next stage. And advancing Adairsville wrestlers will be in the Class 3A sectional at Kahala Creek. The top six from each sectional tournament will then advance to the state tournament. That's down at the Macon Centriplex and will be February the 15th through the 17th. So we head down the home stretch of the high school wrestling season as those uh, young men and women uh, will compete for individual titles in their respective weight classes and classifications. Turning to girls basketball now, let's start with the Adairsville Lady Tigers. They are 15 and eight on the year, nine and three in their region. They won at Lafayette on Tuesday. They'll be hosting region co-leader LFO tonight. Cartersville, we visited with Coach Charisma Boykin. They're 12 and 10 overall, five and two in the region. They did suffer a loss to Dalton on Tuesday, but they're at home tonight against the Woodland Wildcats. Cass is at 14 and eight on the year. Had a, they've had a little bit of a resurgence. They're now at three and four in the region. They beat Calhoun on Tuesday. They'll be hosting region leading Dalton tonight at Cass. And of course, Woodland is at seven and 12, 0 and seven in the region on the girls' side. They had a loss to Hiram on Tuesday, and we mentioned they'll be at the Storm Center to take on the Lady Canes tonight. And then finally on the girls' side, Excel Christian. They are at four and 10 on the year, two and four in their region. Uh, they will play Oakwood Christian next Thursday in their region tournament that will take place at Praise Academy in Powder Springs. So that is a rundown of girls basketball. And Jackson, I'll uh, turn to you. Uh, it's been an interesting run, kind of a 500-type year for most of the teams in Cartersville and Bartow County, but you got two or three now that have a chance to advance. Yeah, I think uh, obviously Carter's will probably going to, in my guesstimations, are going to probably clinch a berth to the state playoffs in the regular season. I think the Cardinals are going to have to play their way into the state tournament through the region tournament, but uh, they're playing good. They're kind of coming together here the past few weeks. I have saw them play a couple times, and uh, they're looking a lot better than they did earlier in the year. And hats off to the Excel program. You know, they uh, winless, I believe, last year, and they've got four wins this year, two wins in the region. So, uh, proud of those Excel girls for, for turning the corner a little bit. Yeah, and the one you didn't mention there is Adairsville. And, of course, they they are currently sitting right behind the two leaders in Region 6 AAA. Uh, Cahulla, uh, Cahulla Creek is uh, in there. And, of course, LFO 
who has traditionally had a pretty strong program at least the last uh, four or five years. So Daresville sitting in there, probably going to finish around a number three seed, but that's a, a buy through a couple of rounds and would give them uh, just one game as a play-in to try to get to the state tournament. When we come back, we'll talk about some boys basketball and plenty of other topics here on Bartow Sports Zone. Man, I loved playing high school sports growing up. And it's fun being a fan now, don't get me wrong, but sitting in the stands feels like I'm missing out on all the action, you know? I wanted to get back in the game, so I signed up to be a high school official. It takes me back to my playing days. I'm supporting students, and I get paid to make the big calls. Do you want to see the game up close? Sign up to become an official in Georgia at highschoolofficials.com. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here on the Zoom Connection, along with Jackson Hyde and David Coleman. And we have Alan Sanders back in the WBHF studios. We were kind of rapidly running through all of the local high school sports updates. Uh, we still have boys basketball to go, so let's run through that very quickly for you. The Excel Christian Academy boys lost at Unity Christian last night, 66-60. to uh, that leaves them at 7-17 seven and 17 on the season. They did finish their region play at 4-2, and two, both of those losses coming to Unity. Uh, their region tournament game is next Thursday in Powder Springs. Not sure who their first-round opponent will be, uh, but they will head into their region tournament as a two-seed uh, looking to grab one of the top three spots to advance in their GAPS league. Adairsville is at 14 and 9 on the year, 10 and 2 in Region 6 AAA. They had a big win at Lafayette this past Tuesday, uh, locking them into one of the top two spots in Region 6 AAA. They will host LFO tonight. They've got one other region game next Tuesday. That's at Bremen. Uh, so the Adairsville Tigers have an opportunity to at least tie for the top spot in Region 6 AAA heading into the region tournament that will either be at Cahula Creek or at Adairsville High School. So Adairsville making a great run this season in Region 6 AAA. The three teams in Class 5A, all in Region 7 here locally, Cartersville is at 9-12 and 12 overall on the season, but they're 5-2 and two in Region 7 5A. They lost at home to Dalton on Tuesday. They will host Woodland tonight in a game that we'll have here on WBHF. The Cass Colonels are 6-12 and 12 on the year, 2-5 and five in the region after beating Calhoun on Tuesday night. They'll be hosting Dalton tonight in a key matchup on the boys' side. And, of course, we mentioned Woodland. They are 7-14, and 1-6 in the region. They lost to Hiram on Tuesday, and they will be at the Storm Center tonight to take on the Purple Hurricanes. That's a run through all of the local sports and boys basketball in particular. And Jackson, again, I'll call on you here. The local uh, boys teams start with Adairsville first. Great season for Coach Dispro, uh, even though they lost their star player, Trey Winters, midway through December. Yes, he's uh, proven to be an, an outstanding coach there for Adairsville. And 
they're in the mix every year. They seem to always peak at the right time. It seems like uh, uh, going into the region 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 tournament play, they're always kind of hitting on off cylinders. So it's uh, good to see those guys uh, performing well, and and I like their chances. Whether they're region tournaments at home or at Cahulla Creek, I like their chances of uh, of winning that region. Yeah, one of the advantages there of being a top two seed, I believe, is they receive a bye all the way out there to the semifinals. So that'll earn them a state tournament berth. Uh, so, uh, you know, regardless of how they do in the tournament, but of course you want to get one of those top two spots out of the region. So you get to play a home game in the first round of the state tournament region seven, five, a Jackson. Uh, it seems to be Hiram and then a wild shootout below Hiram in that standing. Just about anybody can win on a given night. Absolutely. There's been a lot of last second uh, wins. I know Carswell had two. They had one against Woodland uh, at Woodland. They had one at, at Cass where they scored with literally no time on the clock to win the ball game. So, uh, yes, that region tournament is going to be fun to watch. Uh, it's I think it's at Cartersville, if I'm not mistaken. But That's it's, correct. Uh, it's uh, So if you're in town and, and got time to go out and watch some basketball, it's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be exciting ball games. All those teams short of, short of Hiram are kind of in the mix for a playoff berth. Yeah, and of course, Hiram has been uh, the team to beat, and they do have one loss in the region, so that just kind of tells you uh, that on a given night, just about anybody can win on the boys' side there in Region 7-5A. Let's uh, change gears now and talk a little bit about the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons are to introduce Raheem Morris on Monday as their new head coach. Just before last week's show, we learned that the Falcons were making that hire. Uh, he'll be the 19th head coach in the history of the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, he'll be formally introduced next Monday at uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium at 2 o'clock. Jackson, uh, do you find it curious that they're waiting 11 days to introduce the new coach, or was that just time to kind of settle in and uh, let him – do some hiring with his coaching staff. I'm assuming it's a combination of both. I, I thought maybe, you know, with the NFL, sometimes they kind of dictate when you can have certain events and press conferences, especially during the playoff season. Uh, but I've seen other teams have already had their press conferences and, and introduced their new coaches. So, yeah, I'm assuming it was a strategical move, maybe trying to to, to land that press conference where they could kind of have the ear of the net, uh, of the sports world, if you will, for a few minutes. So um, I think it's a good hire. I, I really do. I, I think he's uh, he's more polished than he was uh, in his previous times in Atlanta and, of course, in Tampa Bay. I think he's been under uh, Sean McVay out there. He's probably learned a lot uh, from him. So it's going to be fun to watch and see if he can get this program going in the right direction. Yeah, I think uh, last week on the show, we were all kind of surprised, mostly because we kind of all had the feeling that uh, the Falcons might be leaning toward Bill Belichick. And, of course, uh, David, I'll bring you in now. Bill Belichick is still out there unemployed. Nobody's jumped on that bandwagon yet. Um, yeah, I, I'm shocked by uh, this was not a surprise hire, and uh, I was shocked that uh, – that much hype was made, and then basically we have a Tampa Bay retread. But uh, apparently he's a player's coach, and uh, hopefully that'll result in an enthusiastic squad. The joys of live radio and Zoom connections, Alan. We'll take a break and be back with more of BSC.
To win in sports, you need to adjust your strategy as the game changes. The same is true of investments. Derek Strange, your Cartersville Edward Jones financial advisor, can help you create a game plan for your financial goals. He'll help you look at the big picture and help you plan for your future. Call Derek at 770-386-4545 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Good morning, everyone. A little smoke on the water for you there. Uh, we had a little smoke in our uh, Zoom connection line before that news break, so we'll jump right back in and try to clean that up for you a little bit. We were talking about the Falcons' hire of Raheem Morris to be announced on Monday, and uh, we were talking with our BSZ bench warmers here on the Zoom connection. And, of course, last week uh, I think our crew was a little bit surprised by the hire because we'd kind of been promised a big splash from Arthur Blank, and uh, everyone was kind of sitting on the edge of their seat waiting on the Bill Belichick hire, and instead they go with uh, the veteran Raheem Morris. And there might have even come across a little bit, uh, we may have come across a little bit with some negativity about the hire because of the uh, bit of surprise, but uh, Jackson, I'll come to you first this time. I think now that everybody's had a week to kind of think about it, let it sink in, I think there's a lot of excitement, not only with the Atlanta franchise, but around the NFL regarding the new hire. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a player's coach, number one. But number two, you know, he's he's got some experience. I think this is the, uh, the first head coach Arthur Blank has hired with previous head coaching experience, which is, a, you know, a little bit different for him. But that's uh, – you know, he's, he's been under uh, Sean McVay out there in L.A., who is, is, has proven to be as good a, a coach as there is in the NFL. Uh, I think he probably went to, to the Falcons interview with a, an idea in mind of who he was going to hire as his coordinators and assistants, and I think that probably held a lot of weight knowing he had a package already together. David, we'll come back to you now. I know we had our, our connection problems before the break, but uh, your comfort level now with a hire for the Falcons? Um, it probably hasn't changed much. You know, it, it's going to be, all right, let's see what you can do. Um, he hasn't had success as a head coach. He, um, you know, he uh, seems like, like I've said before, seems like we just trade retreads with the Tampa Bay Bucks in the coaching department. Um, I have heard all the great things about how the players love him and, and this would probably be their choice. And and that can be good. If you have good t team chemistry, that's a good thing. If not, you know, the taskmaster type of coach is probably a better hire. I don't know where the, that the franchise is in that regard. Uh, there's a lot of talent on that team and uh, hopefully he'll be able to do something with it. Of course, he has announced his coordinators. He'll bring in Zach Robinson, a former Oklahoma State quarterback, four NFL seasons, mostly as a backup at Cincinnati, and he's been a Rams assistant coach since 2019. Jimmy Lake will come in as the defensive coordinator. He's had multiple coaching positions at the college and pro level since 1999. He was most recently also with the Rams. And then Marquise Williams will – be retained as the special teams coordinator. So Raheem Morris has his uh, coordinators, at least, of his coaching staff intact. 
Some other local coaching news, uh, a couple of local notes. Woodland High School is in the midst of searching for their new head coach with the departure of Brandon Haywood. We talked a little bit about that last week. Coach Haywood is the new football coach now at Pepperell High School. We want to wish him well as he heads over to lead the Dragons. And one other local coach in the news this week, Kenny Baker, a former Woodland standout, is leaving the Miami Dolphins, where he spent last year as their defensive line coach. He'll take the same position now with the University of Texas Longhorns. A uh, personal note here, I spent several seasons coaching with his dad, Ken, in both football and basketball at Cass High School back in the day. Kenny was just a little guy back in those days, but uh, he was always around it and uh, loved sports and loved all of our players, loved being around it this past season. Uh, he was uh, there for just a year, but the Dolphins went 11-6. and six. He contributed to that defensive front previously. He has 11 seasons at the college level, most recently at Western Kentucky. Before that, he was at Chattanooga, Mercer, Barry, uh, his alma mater, Gardner-Webb, and coached two years of high school at Lakeside Evans near Augusta. Uh, Jackson, I know you have a connection there as well. It's been a great uh, coaching run for Kenny Baker. Absolutely. Yeah, I was uh, I was on those teams that you mentioned uh, Kenny Baker running around as a, as a young man. And, uh, as a Georgia tech fan, I'll never forget one of Paul Johnson's earlier seasons had Gardner Webb on the schedule and Kenny Baker destroyed us at the nose tackle position for Gardner Webb. We had, we had no answer for him. I think he had about 15 tackles that day. And I think tech edged out a, a three point win against Gardner Webb on that particular day. So uh, proud of him. Uh, he represents Bartow County well. He's a good, good, good man, good human being, and a great football coach. And a great family. I know uh, I spent a lot of time with Ken and B and the kids. And, uh, of course, uh, just uh, uh, want to wish him all the best of luck as he moves on into an SEC position coaching the, the, the defensive line with the Texas Longhorns. Jackson, uh, we don't talk a lot about college basketball's women's side on Bartow Sports Zone. But I think it's time to mention Caitlin Clark. She's real close to setting a NCAA record in scoring. I don't know if you've been keeping up uh, with Miss Clark and the Iowa Lady Hawkeyes. Yeah, you know, I, I first started watching her play in the tournament last year. Uh, Iowa went on a obviously a great, great run. It was fun to watch her play. She's a, uh, a gritty, get-after-it type of player. It's good to see. Uh, players like her who work hard, play hard, uh, have that kind of success. And she's she's got a, a probably a long career ahead of her in the, in the WNBA, but uh, couldn't happen to a better girl. She's, uh, she's, she's a hard worker, and I like to see it pay off. We'll pay attention to that. Uh, she's going to be probably uh, almost definitely breaking the career scoring mark on the women's side. And a, a little interesting tidbit, I know it's two different record books, but she's going to have a chance to break Pete Maravich's scoring record uh, that stands on the men's side. And, of course, there's some caveats there with that. We'll talk about that when we get back after this commercial break. But uh, stay with us. You're listening to Bartow Sports Zone.
Keep your property in top-notch shape this season with a new Husqvarna mower from Elite Stone Supply. With all your residential and commercial mower needs, Elite has zero-turn and riding models in all price levels. Check out the robotic mowers, too. Come explore all the Husqvarna mower options at Elite Stone Supply. Across from Racetrack at 9 Baker Road, just north of Cartersville on US 41, call 770-387-3007 on Facebook and online at EliteStoneSupply.net. We are the NFHS. That stands for the National Federation of State High School Associations. But really, what we stand for, together with the GHSA, are the 195,000 high school sports and performing arts students in Georgia. And so, we stand. We stand for the runners, debate team members, and basketball players. We stand for their coaches, officials, and adjudicators. We stand for the drummers, football players, and actors. We stand for the golfers, singers, and swimmers. We stand as the national leader and advocate for these essential activities and all who participate in them and make them possible. Because it is our purpose to ensure that high school students get to play, perform, and compete together. To learn more about who we are and what we stand for, visit nfhs.org. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here along with David Coleman, Jackson Hyde, and Alan Sanders. Uh, before that commercial break, kind of ran out of time there. We were talking about Caitlin Clark and her opportunity to break the all-time women's scoring record uh, as far as the NCAA is concerned. Uh, she's the uh, only women's player with forty point with a 40-point triple-double, the first with 3,000 points, 750 rebounds, and 750 assists, and she's had more than 30 uh, had more 30-point games than any player in the last 25 years. So she's set to uh, break that scoring record. It could happen uh, pretty soon across the, her last eight games, drawing huge crowds, not only sellouts at home, but also sellouts or near sellouts at almost every arena Iowa has played at this year. One of the things that I uh, wanted to talk about there's an outside chance she could even possibly break the career scoring record held on the men's side by Pistol Pete Maravich. Maravich scored 3,667 points in his career, but the caveats that I was mentioning before the, the, the uh, commercial break, Maravich did all of his scoring in three seasons because freshmen couldn't play varsity games in his era. Uh, and then obviously the, the men's and women's game is different. So they have their own record books. So this is really not breaking a record, but also Maravich set his record without a three point shot. So that makes, uh, that scoring mark even more remarkable. Jackson, uh, uh, we were talking about Caitlin Clark, a phenomenal player, but, uh, just kind of reminiscing back on Pete Maravich. What a, what a great, uh, star he was in his day yeah it was obviously before my time but uh it was fun to watch I've, I've watched some documentaries and things of that nature on him and he was obviously uh, a heck of a ball player it would be like it would be neat to see what his point total would have been with uh four years of 
of college ball and, and the three-point line in place. David, you were commenting on Maravich during that uh, commercial timeout. Yeah, he, uh, you know, they, they've, they've gone back and done some uh, study of him and what would have, would have been if he had a three-point shot. And, and uh, you know, he'd have been averaging over 42 or 43 points a game. Uh, HBO had an excellent expose on him and his career and his relationship with his dad. And that was uh, one of the most unique figures in all of sports history. And if you ever get a chance, anybody gets a chance to do a little research on him, it'll blow your mind. It's really impressive. Well, we'll do a little tease about next week's show uh, in these final few minutes. We're coming up on Super Bowl 58. Or if you're using Roman numerals, that's L-V-I-I-I. I'll ask you first, David, are you a pro-Roman numerals guy for the Super Bowl or an anti-Roman numerals guy? I haven't given this a lot of thought, I will have to say. I'm, I, I will uh, hold judgment until I have more time to research the matter. <laughs> but basically, after the third grade, I'll have to go ahead and say, once it gets over 50, you're only talking about maybe 1% of the population they can possibly translate those letters into an actual time frame. Jackson, do you know how many letters there are in Roman numerals? I do not. Uh, my only real experience with Roman numerals is exactly the Super Bowl logos. If you look back, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, there yeah, are seven of them: the the I, the V, the X, L, C, D, and M. So just seven letters utilized to uh, try to put the Roman numerals together for that. Alan, he wants to jump in here. Well, I had a hard time when I was just pulling up some of the Super Bowls, and there was one that was LXVDII something. And I was like, okay, <laughs> is that 57, or is it because the V is before the other? Do I take five away? Do I add? And I forgot, and I was like, you know what? Super Bowl, <laughs> whatever. I, I don't mind the Roman numerals. But I kind of wish at this point they also would put the regular numbers with it. Yeah, it, it is a little bit confusing. And I have to admit, I always have to go look it up to try to figure out when all I see are the letters. Letters. Uh, there are quite a few rules to it, in case you didn't know. For example, you never use the same letter four times in succession to represent a number. Uh, and there are sometimes two options to represent a number because you use letters in front of other letters to subtract and you use letters after letters to add. Uh, but one other rule that I learned is that generally you use the fewest letters to actually represent the number. So whatever combination you have to put together, you use the fewest letters and that makes up that number. Just a strange thing, Alan. Well, you know, and like I said, sometimes you're trying to figure out, okay, do I add the two letters together because I know what the numbers translate? Or if there's a letter in front of the other letter, do I subtract? Like one V is four, but V1 is six. <laughs> Absolutely. Jackson, last question on Roman numerals. Is there a clock face in your home with Roman numerals on it? There is a wristwatch in my drawer with Roman numerals, but not a, wa a wall clock, no. <laughs> and here would be the the final thought would be how many kids out there today even know what we're talking about and could read it in the first place i mean well, they can't even read cursive so what, what makes you think they're reading roman numerals <laughs> it's, it's a secret code 
That'll wrap it up for this week's edition of Bartow Sports Zone. Thanks for bearing with us, everyone. We'll see you next week on BSZ.